This is an AMI podcast. This is an AMI podcast. I'm expecting a tight game, much tighter than what we witnessed yesterday as Team Gold really flexed some muscle in their win over Team Black yesterday. I think Team Black's going to come back with a lot of poise. I think you're going to see some really solid goaltending out of Lauren Weber to give him a chance. I think the big challenge for Team Black is, as you've alluded to, finding someone that's able to skate with Anthony Ciula because he's got the ability to take the puck from coast to coast. But they got to get somebody up there supporting him for that passing option. And I think that's where Team Gold might have the edge as they've got some players who can skate with Jason Yuha. And right now, Yuha and Marty Dufour are forming some really good chemistry. And I think that's going to be tough for Team Black to deal with here. Well, you got to think that if you're, for example, a Mark DeMontis, you yeah. want to be shadowing Yuha as best you can. You want to be on him and and just stick with him game from from the opening face off to the end of this game you know there's two strategies to deal with a dominant player like Yuha you can either be all over him and just plaster him and make his life miserable or the other strategy which teams often take is let him control the play let him take the puck up the ice as long as we cover up his trailing options then it doesn't matter if he has the puck because we're not giving him any passing outlets yeah. so i will be curious to see what strategy team black takes here that's the other key and you talk about the, the passing lanes need to be open you need to spread the game out a little bit we've seen too many instances and we saw it in that bronze medal game where team red just was too bunched up, not giving themselves an opportunity, not just to make the clean pass, to make the clean pass in a way that allows them to then develop a scoring chance. That wasn't happening. That's what we did see from Team uh, Goal, or Yellow rather, in that bronze medal game. That's what led to the, the game-winning goal. A couple of rushes, in fact, in that overtime were created thanks to the fact that they spread their game out a little bit. Now, four on four makes that a little bit easier. Mm. You got a little bit more ice to play with. Mm -hmm. You're not going to have that necessarily five on five, but that really is one of the big keys. Should be one heck of a gold medal game here between Team Gold and Team Black. And I think we'd be remiss if we didn't mention a few players to keep tabs on in this game. We've already alluded to the fact that Jason Yuha has been a breakout player wearing number 99 for Team Gold. I've really been impressed with the play of Jan Gobey. He wears number 88 for Team Gold, a defenseman, but we've seen him pot a few goals here this weekend, and he's certainly a player to keep tabs on as well. Guys, we're going to go through the panel here. I want a bit of a prediction, if you don't mind, on uh, what, you're, what you think is going down here in this gold medal game. Cam? Yeah, I think that uh, Team Gold is going to end up uh, overcoming it. Uh, I'm going to predict maybe a 4-3 game, and I'm going to go for overtime because I really think Team Black. I think you're going to see a huge gain out of Lauren Weber today in goal. Brett? 2-1 Black, Lauren Weber with the game MVP. All right, we got a split here so far. Brock? I'm going yellow. Yuha going to pot the game winner, and I'm going to go 5-4 uh, yellow. We taking any action on this, or...? <laughs> we just we just keep it honest. We're, I think we're gonna keep it honest here uh, this weekend. I think I've got to put a I can put a spoon on this. All right, I'll, I'll, I'll match you the spoon and I'll raise you a knife. All right, there you go. Sounds good to me. All right, fellas, thanks a lot. And with that, as we get set for the gold medal game, I bring back uh, Nico Cartarelli on the play-by-play.
Uh, thank you very much, Mike. A great job by Cam and our whole AMI crew here on site. They've done a tremendous job all weekend long. And again, I can't understate how valuable they have been to growing the profile here of this event. We are so appreciative to have AMI on board once again as our title broadcaster here at the 2018 Canadian National Blind Hockey Tournament brought to you in part by CNIB and Accessible Media Inc. We're teeing up the gold medal game here at the 2018 Canadian National Blind Hockey Tournament. It's Team Gold taking on Team Black. We're moments away from puck drop in this gold medal game. Starting goaltenders in this one for Team Black. Lorne Weber gets the start between the pipes. For Team Gold, it's the blind hockey veteran Mario Ross playing here in this gold medal game. No relation. He's one S short <laughs> of being relationed. Teams get set here for the opening faceoff. Team Black with a little bit of a powwow around their crease right now. They're trying to get themselves pumped up. Team Yellow talking strategy in front of their bench with head coach Paul Cairns. As we get set for this gold medal contest. I want to give a shout out to everybody tuning in and uh, wishing a happy Easter to everybody, including my family who are watching down in Florida. So thank you guys for tuning in. Wish I was there on the beach with you guys, but I'm glad you're enjoying the sunshine and the warmth. He doesn't mean that at all. He wishes he, <laughs> he, wishes he was there. He lies through his teeth. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Come on, Mike, I wouldn't pass this up for all the I know sunshine you, in the world. I know you wouldn't, and I salute you for it. I know you're a you're a longtime supporter of blind hockey, and you do a great job. So as much as uh, we appreciate the kind words, we want to send them right back to you. You're a big part of what we do here, and we appreciate it. Well, thank you, Mike. And again, thank you, AMI, and all you guys for being on board here. And speaking of being on board, we've got a special guest up in the booth with us. He's been a stellar goaltender this weekend here both in the child and youth division and in the low vision and development division. We got to welcome in Justin Wack to the broadcast. Justin, welcome in here, buddy. Thank you very much. Yeah, it's good to be here. And it's uh, I was hoping to come up and see you guys at some point. So Well, we really appreciate you taking a couple minutes to come join us up here in this gold medal broadcast. And we'll get your thoughts on your experience here at the 2018 Canadian National Blind Hockey Tournament in just a moment. But we're... Set for the opening face-off as Anthony Ciula and Jason Yuha take the opening draw here in the gold medal game at the 2018 National Blind Hockey Tournament as Yuha brings it right into the zone. Centered right in front and just out of the reach of Dufour as really quick pace to this game to start. Ciula brings it right back and look at that head-to-head -head battle. That'll be one to keep tabs on as Yuha and Ciula go head-to-head -head here. Well, we've got Justin Wack in the booth. Justin, I want to ask you a little bit about your experience and how you found the weekend here at the Canadian National Blind Hockey Tournament as we've got a couple of players down on the ice and a stoppage in play. So, Justin, tell everybody about your experience and what you thought of this weekend. Yeah, you know what? It's uh, It's been a really good experience. Like, uh, you know, the tournament's been really organized, really on point. Um, everything's been absolutely solid. And on the ice, it's been great. You know, it's... Uh, it's been a really solid experience on the ice, and uh, I got lucky. I had a really good defense core to back me up, so um, <laughs> they blocked quite a few shots for me, which was nice. So yesterday in the early games, mm -hmm. during Team Black's game, 
uh, I got a tweet, and I just, I just, I never even looked at who the tweet was from. I just read the tweet and said, solid game by goaltender Weber. And by the way, that Justin Wack guy was pretty good too. <laughs> then I looked at, then I looked to see who it was from. Oh wait, it's from Justin Wack. <laughs> so a great self promoter yeah, on top yeah. of uh, up and coming goaltender. By the way, great to have you here. By the way, and we've crossed paths before. Yes, on yeah. live from Studio Five on AMI Audio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm just curious. I mean, where where your head's at in, in a weekend like this, and and what you're going to take away from it overall. Oh, um, well, if I listed what I was going to take away from it, I think we'd be here for the rest of the game. So, um, <laughs> I don't know, like, just, just you know, like, uh, work hard, and uh, it's it's really nice to have. I'm, I'm very excited that the national team is uh, is a thing, and uh, it's nice to have a tangible goal to work for. Oh, and speaking a of a tangible goal, team goal, take the lead, one nothing as it's... Jason Yuha setting up his teammate Jan Gobert, or check that, Wyatt Harvey, and Wyatt Harvey makes it 1-0 for Team Gold. Far corner goal here. That one coming from the top of the right face-off circle. And uh, an ice-level shot that just happens to find the post and in to the uh, right of uh, Weber. And you've got yourself a 1-0 gold lead here, 13-38 in uh, left in uh, period number one. So not even a minute and a half into this game and a team gold on the board. And they're pressing for more as Sean Heaslip brings it into the zone all the way behind the net as he tries to center that one out front and it's shot out to center ice. So we've got goaltender Justin Wack up here in the booth with us and you alluded to the fact that Justin's had some dealings with AMI in the past. Justin, tell us a little bit about your life away from the rink. What are you pursuing? What do you want to get into? Um, so I'm actually hoping to... They uh, <laughs> were joking at the banquet yesterday that I, uh, I'm getting traded to Vancouver for futures, but uh, I'm actually <laughs> planning on... Uh, Hopefully here going to Vancouver in uh, in September for mm -hmm. uh, school and I'm going to be taking hopefully music business. So we'll see what happens there. And then, uh, yeah, just, you know, strength work at the gym, play hockey um, and do my thing, you know, work on music a lot. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, so I've been on a gap year this year, which is nice because nice. I had a really heavy course load in school last year. So it's good to have that. Now developing as a uh, goaltender in blind hockey, what's that been like for you? What uh, what kind of adversity do you, do you come up with as far as the physicality, the position, and, and learning the position when it comes to blind hockey? Um, well, first of all, my, my thighs are on fire right now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, uh, you know what, like, it's, it's, it's really fun to play, and it's, uh, you know, it's a position that I really enjoy, and it's, it's something that I think, something that I think hasn't been stated enough, actually, for, for the goalies is that, uh, with with an arena like this, like every rink has different acoustics. Mm. So, like for example, um, this arena has some great acoustics. But the thing is that sometimes I'll go down and the puck will be in the other end. I'm not sure if you guys notice that or not, but sometimes mm. I'll do that because it sounds like it's right in front of you. Mm. Um, okay. So like the buzzer, because the sound bounces off the end of the the end of the ice on the other side and back to you. So it sounds like it's right in front of you. So like. That was a bit of a challenge for me at first, like just getting used to the acoustics of the rink and then, um, you know, knowing, okay, hey, the the buzzer is on the other side. It's not on my side. I don't have to worry about getting hit with a puck here, like stay on my feet kind of thing. So, um, but other than that, like the physicality aspect, I mean, it's been good. Um, I have a lot of experience with, with sports and stuff like that. So that's helped me for sure. Like I did judo 
Yeah. Um, mm. And that really, really helped my spatial awareness for going into the goalie. So. so when we're talking about the standard blind hockey puck, um, we're talking about the steel puck, nine be uh, bearings in it. But there have been some new uh, prototypes built, some uh, some new technology that they're trying to come up with. I know that last year there were a couple of pucks that were on demo uh, here at the tournament. Have you had an opportunity to try and stop some of the newer pucks, the ones with the beacons in them? I, I have not. I've okay. played with the steel ones my whole... Now, what I will say is the I can see why they want to change it. I like the steel ones personally, but I can also see why they want to change it because one of the goals I let in yesterday, um, they centered it out front and then... Uh, the puck stopped. So it stopped right in front of my crease. So if it's stopping, it's not moving, I can't hear that puck. Yeah. So then they roofed it top corner. And the thing is, when it's in the air, I can't hear the puck either. Right. <laughs> so, like, it was it was a bit of a tough goal that way where I didn't really have too much of a, a chance. So something like that is uh, is t difficult. But I do like the steel the steel puck, but I'm also open to trying new stuff. Like, I'm, I'm just happy to play. And whatever it is, I just want to make sure I get hit where there's padding and we're good. So. <laughs> <laughs> now talk to me a little bit about the communication as a goaltender. I mean, it, when you talk about regulation hockey, the goaltender will tell you, I'm always, I'm talking to everybody around me. Yeah. What about you? Is that the same? Uh, yeah, like to, to a point. Like um, usually, so usually the standard protocol is if someone is behind you uh, and they're going around the nets, they'll just shout like one of my teammates will shout other side, other side. Um, so that I know, you know, to go over if I can't hear it. So usually I'm pretty on top of, like, hearing that stuff too. And then having that extra reassurance is nice. And then uh, with some of the B1 defensemen, like, there's a, there's a defenseman on my team who is a B1 and just a solid player, like, really, really good defensively, stay-at-home defenseman. Um, but so what I would have to do is just kind of call him over to me when he got on the ice. Mm -hmm. So he would tap his stick so I would know, like, hey, you know, I'm here. Um, and then I would just call him over so that he knew where to stand kind of thing. So... Um, you know, it's just, it, it's really a case by case. Like some of the defensemen don't need that because they got a little more vision and then some, some might need that. So it's kind of just a case by case thing. Well, Justin, we can't thank you enough for taking some time to come up here and join us. Before we let you go, is there anyone you want to give a shout out to here on Easter Sunday? Yeah, you know, I want to give a shout out to uh, my parents. Actually, they've been super supportive of me going and uh, my brother as well. They've been super supportive of me going here. And uh, my parents actually just got me a new stick uh, mm. before before I came out, so I just wanted to say thank you for the new stick, and uh, it worked pretty well. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's it's been good. It's been uh, it's been really good, and also my trainer who helped me get ready for the tournament strength-wise and uh, get activated and everything like that. So. I have one question before you go. Yes. Were you always going to be a goaltender, or did you think of playing out? Because I just think, you know, if he was a bruising defenseman, mm. what a great name. <laughs> Justin Whack. I mean, I tend to whack guys when they get into my crease, so uh, it's, it's funny. I kind of have a tendency to uh, to slash guys if they get into my crease. So uh, There you go. Well, then yeah. it works. Yeah, no, I actually, it's funny. Um, I wasn't super keen at first on on playing in net and yeah. so I got in in the net for my first practice and it was this really weird feeling and you just felt like felt like hey like this is where I belong you know like I felt like it was just it felt right it felt like it was where I belong then I just kind of took it and ran with it so. right on we just had a great chance there for Team Black as Craig Fitzpatrick unleashed a rifle shot, but Mario Ross makes a great save with 7.55 remaining here in the first period. Well, Justin, we can't thank you enough for taking some time to join us. Congratulations on all the success this weekend and being a part of that combined shutout in the last game. Great job there for you guys. And Justin, thank you again so much for joining us up here in the booth. Thank you so much. Yeah, it's uh, great to see you guys, and uh, I love the play-by-play. -play. Thanks a lot.
That is Justin Wack, goaltender here. He was playing with Team Black in the low vision and development division. And he'll also be playing a little bit later with the child and youth. But we're back underway here in the gold medal game. It's one nothing right now in favor of Team Gold as they shoot the puck up the ice. Jor Fornasser can't corral that one as it's picked up here by Siula. Anthony Siula evades the check of Yuha. Tries to spin around him at center ice. Yuha loses his twig, and it's now on the stick of Mark DeMontis, who's using his own stick here today. So that's something to note. He scored yesterday, snapping his tournament scoring slump. And Team Black are going to need some more offense from DeMontis here today as they trail 1-0 in this gold medal game. Yuha picks up the puck at the top of the circle, splits the D. Nice job on the back check there by Siula to force the puck wide against the near wall. 6.35 remaining in the first period of play in this gold medal game. Anthony Siula picks up the loose puck, dumps it in, and it's into the near corner where he peels off for a line change. That gives Team Gold a chance to skate it across center as Yuha dumps it in. It'll be picked up by Matthew Poirier in the far corner. Played out in front of the Team Black bench. Now back in behind their net where Graham Foxcroft grabs it. Foxcroft, who's had to take on a bit of a different role here in this tournament. He's been a previous top scorer and MVP at the Canadian National Blind Hockey Tournament, but he's been asked to fill a different role and he's done so very well for Team Black. As he has the puck, stepping out of the near side corner, Foxcroft lets the shot fly, gets blocked, puck rolling around the hash marks, cleared to the line but held in by Poirier. Feeds it back down low into the far side corner where the goal scorer, Wyatt Harvey, pokes it to the line and it just gets out across the blue line. And that'll be an offside call against Team Black with five and a half minutes remaining in the period. Team Gold playing exactly the way they've played this entire tournament. Five back, everybody around the goalie. The goalie's getting an opportunity to hear where the puck is going to track it, but the D is doing a nice job at really not allowing too many pucks to get through to him to begin with. So they're just uh, sticking to what's worked for them so far. And uh, it's looking good on them. They finished the round robin portion undefeated at 3-0. and And yeah, it's paid dividends, this defensive strategy. And so far, it's gotten them to a 1-0 lead here in the gold medal game as Wyatt Harvey digging away for the puck, gets it to the blue line, but it's held in temporarily as DeMontis fires it back into the zone. John T lets that puck go to his defenseman, Wyatt Harvey, who dangerously Ooh. skates in front of his own net. Then a collision there between T and Harvey, and John T is down and slow to get up. Puck into the near corner. Play continues on. Passed out front to Siula. Three gold jerseys converge on him, and they sweep away the danger as the puck just gets past DeMontis' stick at the blue line. Great recovery by T there, who gets up in time to then sprawl down and really shut the door. No chance for Team Black there because T was absolutely brilliantly sprawled across the front of the crease. And you can anticipate more of that from John T. He loves blocking shots and he got a big one there for Team Gold as Norman Bla or Julian Blay tries to bring it back into the zone. Siula there just offside, so we get a whistle with 3.55 left in the first period. Yeah, Julian Blay unable to get back onside and so play whistle down here, but Team Black looking for opportunities, just not getting a ton of chances here because of the solid defensive play by Team Gold. Off the draw, 
Foxcroft wins it and brings it into the zone, leaves it there for Emily McLean. Her shot ends up in the far corner and ripped around the near sideboards where Matthew Poirier holds it in at the point. Poirier makes the pass to Fitzpatrick, goes off the heel of his stick and behind the net where Sean Dale comes up with it for Team Gold. Dale's got the lane to skate. He takes it up, chips it into the zone as Joe Fornasser gives chase behind the net for Team Gold. Dale digging away after the puck. Nice play by Poirier to rip it around the sideboards. As Team Black, well, nearly clear the zone. Now on a second effort, they get it out across center ice. Fitzpatrick couldn't get to that puck ahead of Hugh LeDuc and now Sean Dale corrals it for Team Gold. Dale gets it up to Heeslip. Heeslip's got Fornasser with him. Tries to feed the pass over just a little bit behind him. And Foxcroft unable to clear the danger. Shot goes behind the Team Black net where Beauregard rips it up the ice. And coming off the bench, Wyatt Harvey takes possession for Team Gold. Harvey with the good pass over to Heeslip. Heeslip... Can't get it into the middle for Yuha, and it's cleared out through center ice. And Wyatt Harvey will retrieve it inside his own blue line with 2.10 left in the period. Harvey spins away from the forward checker, nearly coughs it up there as some good work by Wayne St. Dennis nearly stripped the puck away from Harvey. Puck hops over the defenseman. Wyatt Harvey stick, and here goes Anthony Siula. He's got... Wade Shepard on the near side, tries to feed it over to him. It's in the corner where Shepard corrals it. Centers right in front, and that's just out of the reach of Dylan Bradbury. Or uh, check that, that was Julian Blay who was parked in the low slot area waiting for the pass. As Team Gold bring it in just offside. And then Marty Dufour gets hammered, and he is showing some frustration there mm -hmm. after that inadvertent collision. He is not happy. And that's not easy to take down Big Marty either. <laughs> Usually he's the one taking people yeah. down. Yeah, it doesn't look like somebody gets budged very much, but even there, got a member of uh, Team Black skating by and just, you know, easy does it. Just take it easy. <laughs> I think it was Craig, Fitzpat Craig Fitzpatrick that just skated by and said, you know, easy big fella. One minute remaining here in the first period. It's the gold medal game at the 2018 Canadian National Blind Hockey Tournament between Team Gold and Team Black. And Team Gold lead it one to nothing on a first period goal from Wyatt Harvey. Pass picked off as Yuha runs into his own man, but Yuha still has possession, chips it forward. And Team Black try dump it in. No success there as Yuha picks it off, brings it in. He's got Dufour heading to the net. Yuha drops it to Dufour, lets the shot fly. Huge save there from Lauren Weber as he directs the rebound into the near corner. And Team Black shoot it up the ice. 20 seconds left in the period. Craig Fitzpatrick gets to that puck as he brings it behind the Team Gold goal. He gets tripped up, centers out front, and that gets picked off by Marty Dufour. Puck escapes the zone just across the line. It's an offside call with 10.7 seconds left in the period. Solid play there by Weber, doing a great job tracking that puck left to right and stick it with it shut in the door. And living up to exactly what he needs to do in this game. He needs to have a solid game. We talked about it with Brett from the neutral zone in the pregame. He said if Weber's not in his game, there's not a chance that Team Black is going to be in this thing. And so far, He's done the job. 
keeping it close. Yeah, he's done a great job here today and all weekend long. It was interesting. I had a chance to catch up as Team Gold bring that one in offside. Gobe just a stride ahead. I had the chance to catch up with Lauren and his wife Serena last night. And I was pumping Lauren's tires. I was saying, you know, you're doing a great job. How are you feeling? You must, you know, you must feel pretty good. I know it was a rough game against Team Gold, but you played amazing. Serena's like, what are you talking about? He has not played well. <laughs> and as we're having that discussion, Matt Morrill comes over and echoes the sentiment about how well he's playing. So Serena then double takes and says, huh, maybe you guys are right. Maybe he has played really well. <laughs> so yes, Lauren, you should be very proud of your efforts here this weekend as the first period over and it ends with a one nothing lead for Team Gold. You're watching the 2018 Canadian National Blind Hockey Tournament presented by CNIB with AMI as we're streaming live on blindicehockey.com and through AMI Audio. And again, we really appreciate AMI being here on board for the second year in a row at the Canadian National Blind Hockey Tournament. By the way, I've put the wheels in motion mm -hmm. for AMI-TV for next year. Excellent. It'll take some work. Awesome. It'll take some... Uh, some, a little bit of hand-wringing, <laughs> a little bit of planning, maybe a little bit of arm-twisting, mm -hmm. but I'm working on it, all right? Leave it with me. I will push all the buttons that need to be pushed. I don't make any guarantees, but... So what you're saying is we'll have a coach's challenge next year. That is my, <laughs> that is my hope. <laughs> Which I'm sure the coaches would love. The organizers, maybe not so much. Maybe not so much. The officials, <laughs> not at all. Yes. But that's okay. We're just about set for the second period here in this gold medal game between Team Black and Team Gold. As you're tuned into the 2018 Canadian National Blind Hockey Tournament presented by AMI and CNIB. My name's Nico Cartarelli, joined up in the booth by Mike Ross. As we get set for this second period of play and the big announcement to come at the closing ceremonies, the first ever Canadian National Blind Hockey Team set to be announced. Off the face-off, Yuha dumps it into the Team Black zone, and Wayne St. Dennis plays it around the near side boards. Shepard digs it out for Siula. Siula brings it into the zone, but with Yuha all over his back, he just has to dump it in deep. Near side corner, Shepard gets the puck, and there's the indicator of the good pass. At the point, St. Dennis can't get it around for Nasser as he brings it in for Team Gold. Tries to drop it off to Yuha. Yuha plays it behind the net. And with a couple of black checkers on him, Yuha somehow gets out of that scrum with the puck. Plays it to the near side where Sean Heeslip battling there against Mark DeMontis, and DeMontis gets the better of Heeslip in that exchange. Puck shot out through center ice. Nice play by John T to drop down and prevent Wade Shepard from getting that puck. Siula scoops it up here. He'll bring it out with Shepard on his right wing. Shepard streaking in, drops it for Siula. Tula, stick handles, takes the shot. Oh, he was looking top shelf there, and he put it over top the net. Fornasser dumps it in, and he'll peel off for a change, and that'll give Francois Beauregard of the Abu de Montreal some time to break out for Team Black. They shoot the puck up in front of the benches as Craig Fitzpatrick battles for it. Comes out to center ice, and it's on the stick of Alex Angus McKechn. He's had a tremendous weekend here. Alex Angus McKechn, they keep the puck in as Jan Gobey holds it at the blue line. Paul Schmold caught up with him a little bit last night and it was great to talk with Paul. He was really enjoying the weekend and I know he's hoping that 
his team will walk away with the gold medal around their necks as Wyatt Harvey lets that shot fly. It was but it's actually Sean Dale taking the shot and ended up getting blocked there, and now Foxcroft clears it out through center ice. Team gold defenseman Paul Schmold clears it out at center, and here it's picked up by Jan Gobey. He's got room to skate. He's got the near faceoff dot. Tries to feather it in front, but that's picked off by Craig Fitzpatrick. And with 12.45 remaining in the second period, Alex Angus McCacken has to retrieve the puck at center ice. McCacken dumps it in to the far side corner where Beauregard gets to it first for Team Black. Under pressure, nearly coughs it up there, but a couple of defenders come in to give him some support. They get it to the line, and Siula breaks away, away from the group with it, but again, Mike, no Team Black skaters up there to support the speedy Siula. No, and five gold skaters back with him, so nothing for him to do, no one to pass to, no lanes open. Team Golds, Alex Angus McKechn takes the puck up right into the Team Black zone. A shot from distance, wouldn't have counted as there was no clean pass, but again, maybe just getting in the head of goaltender Lauren Weber with that long shot. As Mark DeMontis skates it out here for Team Black, the check of Jason Uha strips him of the puck, but it's on the stick of Anthony Siula. Bit of a pick there, and that's gonna be a penalty against Team Black as I believe that was Julian Blay who's going to be whistled for interference as he set the moving screen on Yuha, and indeed it is going to be a penalty to Team Black and Julian Blay. So Team Gold head to the power play already up 1-0 with 11.26 to re uh, remaining here in the second period. Blay didn't think he did anything wrong mm -hmm. at all. He was shocked that he was assessed a penalty. He's still questioning the officials on his way to the box. <laughs> I kind of get it. I mean, Yuha essentially ran into him, but yes, he did interfere with Yuha taking away the space. So it is a team gold power play, and Jason Yuha on the draw for team gold. Wins it back to do four. Near side point for Wyatt Harvey. Harvey controls it at the blue line. Tries to shield it there from the check of Fitzpatrick, so he plays it down behind the net as Gilles Ouellette. He took a knock earlier in this game. Good to see him back out there on the power play for Team Gold. Dufour sauced one back to the point, but it was out of the reach of Harvey, and he has to retrieve it here at center ice. A minute 30 remaining in the Team Gold power play. 10.55 left in the period. Anthony Siula has the puck in his own zone for Team Black, shorthanded, and he'll just send that down the length of the ice to take some more time off the clock. Harvey makes the pass to Yuha. Yuha gets around Foxcroft, and he's got some speed across the blue line. Jason Yuha cutting to the net, makes the pass in front, and that one just went wide off the stick of Wyatt Harvey. Wyatt Harvey takes the shot, and he just misses the far side top corner, stepping off the half wall. Harvey is buzzing right now, already with a goal in this game. He wants more, but there he loses the battle, and Team Black clear the puck out as Mark DeMontis did a good job defensively there, short-handed for Team Black. 45 seconds remaining in the Team Gold power play as Yuha gets around one check. He brings it across center ice. Again, the smooth skating forward needs to make a pass, so he shields the puck, plays it back to the far side point where John T corrals it. T 
sizing up the puck, makes the slap attempt, it goes wide of the goal, as Beauregard clears it to the far hash marks. Dufour keeps the puck in, tries to chip it in front for Yuha. Yuha takes it off the half wall, steps into the shooting lane, gets around one, nice move, Yuha shoots! Great block there as both Weber and Poirier got a piece of that shot attempt. Yuha still with the puck on his stick, five seconds left here in the power play. At the far faceoff dot, he cuts in tight, tries to roof it, but what a save from Lorne Weber. He was not fooled at all by the fancy stick handling of Jason Yuha. Had a chance to visit with uh, Jason and his family last night at the Air Canada Centre after the uh, Maple Leafs Winnipeg Jets game. And uh, gave them a, a quick tour of the uh, press box of the game ops uh, department at the Air Canada Centre. And he was just saying how thrilled he is with the tournament and, and the, just the action that he gets to, to experience at a tournament like this he said it's such a far cry from any of the hockey he's played back home hmm. he said the competition level has been fantastic and uh, he says it's great to be playing with just so many talented players people have been playing the game for a long time like he really feels that uh, he feels that his game's fulfilled here well, there's no shoe-ins for the Team Canada roster. You have to think with his play this weekend, Jason Yuha is the closest thing to a sure thing to making that team as we await the announcement at the closing ceremonies for the first ever Canadian national blind hockey team. As Anthony Siula, he should make a name for himself as well, makes the pass over to Fitzpatrick. Siula feeds it right back to him in the far corner with 8.05 remaining in the period. Tight defensive play, and again, look at that. Five gold jerseys all down low, supporting their goaltender defensively. Nice work there by John T as he wrestles his man down onto the ground, and with Fitzpatrick covering up the puck, we'll get a faceoff with 7.50 left. Well, there's still about a period and a half left in this game. But you gotta think, if Team Black wants to do anything in this game the sooner the better don't leave this to the last minute yeah it's going to be a challenge for them because obviously team gold are dictating the pace of play for the most part a player like Yuha who's got the ability to take the puck from coast to coast but you're absolutely right there needs to be some urgency from team black it's just a one nothing game but it Oh, beautiful play there by Mark DeMontis as he read that pass. Tied up Yuha, but Yuha gets it back in front for Gobe. Gobe has his stick tied up, and tremendous defending there from both Mark DeMontis and Gary St. Dennis as they take away a quality scoring chance from Team Gold. Yuha brings the puck back into the zone. He's got Gobe cutting to the net. DeMontis ties up his stick as, again, brilliant. Look at this strategy. They're letting Yuha take yeah. the puck in, but they're covering up his only passing options. And that makes it tough for the skilled Yuha to complete the play. Yuha takes it all the way behind the goal at the far faceoff dot. Checked closely by Siula. Tries to get in front to let the shot fly. Big pad save by the left leg of Lauren Weber. Puck kept in at the line momentarily by Wyatt Harvey. It Squirts out and all the way inside the team gold zone where Harvey will retrieve it with, or check that, that's Jason Yuha who has it with 6.15 left here in the period. Yuha shields it from the check of Wade Shepard, plays it to the near side for Alex Angus McKechn. McKechn cuts through the middle of the ice, takes it across the red line and into the offensive zone. 
Nice stick handling here by McKechn. Takes it all the way behind the goal. Checks his centering options. Plays it out top. But a little bit out of the reach of the defender. Paul Schmold, or check that, that was Hugh LeDuc, and now Team Black have possession as they pass it up to Emily McLean. McLean has her pocket picked as Paul Schmold makes that play for Team Gold. Delayed offside here against Team Gold, so that'll give Craig Fitzpatrick some room to skate with five and a half minutes remaining in the period. Fitzpatrick backhands it into the Team Yellow zone. Team Black with some changes on the fly. They dump the puck in deep. McLean has the disc cop over her stick, and now it's in control by Marty Dufour. Actually pops into the bench with the door open, so we'll get a face-off with 5-10 remaining here in the second period of play as Team Gold maintain a 1-0 lead here in the gold medal game at the 2018 Canadian National Blind Hockey Tournament brought to you by CNIB and AMI. I don't know if they can find the puck. It popped into the bench. There it is. Took them a while, but they've got the puck, and we'll have the face-off just in front of the Team Black bench. So off the ensuing face-off, Mathieu Poirier plays it up across center ice. But just as quickly, Team Gold get it back in the zone as Sean Dale gives chase against the end boards. Dale digging away for the puck with 4.20 remaining here in the second period. Wyatt Harvey has it at the point. Shields it from the check of Foxcroft. And backhands it down low where Poirier rips it around the far boards. Fitzpatrick digs it off the wall, plays it up for Foxcroft. And here goes Graham Foxcroft for Team Black. Tries to settle down the rolling puck. Good back check by Dufour. Breaks up that rush. And Team Gold get the puck out across center ice. Sean Dale wins that foot race against Foxcroft. He'll bring it behind the Team Black net, checking his passing options. Runs into his own man and ends up losing the puck there to Foxcroft. He plays it to the far side, intended for Gary St. Dennis, but out of his reach, John T passes that one up to Sean Dale. Siula coming off the bench. He's got the puck here for Team Black, trying to cycle out of his own zone with 3.25 left in the period. Siula brings it right in. Nice between-the-legs move as he brings it behind the net here. Bit of a goal-mouth scramble, and with players crashing in the crease, they'll whistle it down as Wade Shepard made contact with Mario Ross. The team black crashing in here, doing whatever they need. What they what they have to do. I mean, really, they have been able to get a puck on net, so you may as well create a little havoc in front. See if you can manage to open up a lane because Team Gold has just been phenomenal at shutting every door, every chance Team Black has had. They've managed to block. They're very active sticks. They're getting the stick in there and blocking. They're blocking with the body. No chances for Team Black. Puck shot inside the Team Black zone. Gary St. Dennis plays it around the far side. Or check that, Wayne St. Dennis plays it around the far side. And Wayne will retrieve it back from behind his own goal with 2.20 remaining here in the period. <laughs> Got a great tweet coming in from Peter Curtis, who a fellow broadcaster, but he was here as a referee all weekend long. We'll get to that in a minute as Mark DeMontis brings it up for Team Black. DeMontis has Wade Shepard on the right wing. Tries to drop it back as... 
Julian Blay was streaking up to support DeMontis. They keep it in the zone. Shepard has it along the right wing. There's the indicator of the good pass. Two team block players in front of the net, but Shepard can't feed them the puck. And here goes Team Gold up the ice. Hugh LeDuc brings it into the zone for Team Gold. Passes it over intended there for Sean Heaslip, but the puck just out of his reach. And Team Black bring it out across center ice as Julian Blay tries to gain the zone, but it's poked away from him in front of the Team Yellow bench. Well, I mentioned the fact that we got a great tweet from Peter Curtis. He says he's enjoying all the games this weekend, catching the gold medal game. Maybe next year Mike and Nico can referee and broadcast at the same time. I think we'll leave the refereeing to you, Peter. No, I'll welcome that challenge. <laughs> I want to do a game with Peter. Absolutely. I'll tell you what. He and I will broadcast. We'll, we'll get mics, live mics down on the ice. <laughs> and I'll be there. I, he, can, he will be my officiating mentor. I, th I think you can do color from the ice. I would be out of breath if I had to skate and do play-by-play -play at the same time. So I will not take him up on that offer. But you can, know, I, I can I officiate from the bench? <laughs> That's just, just a question. All the coaches do anyways, right? <laughs> well, we appreciate the tweet, Pete. And uh, again, thank you for volunteering here this weekend. And thank you to the GTHL for providing such great officiating here at the 2018 Canadian National Blind Hockey Tournament. Graham Foxcroft picks up the puck for Team Black at center ice with 28 seconds remaining in the period. Foxcroft kicks it over to Fitzpatrick, but he loses it, and here comes Team Gold as Gobey brings it across the blue line. Sean Dale gets it back to Gobey, centers right in front, far side of the post, and they can't tap it in as Lauren Weber had the angle covered. Backhand attempt on goal, it's off a defenseman and in! Gilles Ouellette makes it 2-0 for Team Gold as they score with 4.5 seconds left in the period. Well, great stick-to-itiveness there for Team Gold. They never quit on that play and it pays dividends as Gilles Ouellette backhands one past Lauren Weber and it's 2-0 for Team Gold. Defensively, you never want to give up a goal in the last minute or in the first minute of a period. Unfortunately for Team Black, they do just that in giving up that one, and you wonder, is that a deflating type goal? Is that the type of goal that's going to stick in their craw now for the first five, maybe ten minutes of the third period and take them off their game? It's a big hill to climb now for Team Black, and as Mike just alluded to, that is a crushing goal to overcome. Team Gold score with just 4.5 seconds left in the period. And we'll take a quick break as we send it back over to the AMI boys for some intermission entertainment. Oh, thanks very much, Nico. Appreciate that. And uh, boys, what do you think of the uh, game so far? Well, uh, what a battle uh, between uh, Team Black and Team Gold. Uh, these uh, these two uh, are certainly de deserving of being here, playing in the gold medal game. A couple of uh, defensive lapses by uh, Team Black has uh, Team Gold up to nothing. But uh, you know, if the uh, if the ice uh, goes the other way uh, here in the third period, then uh, it's anybody's game. Yeah, I um, have to wonder at this point if that second goal might have been a uh, deflator right at the end of the period there. We'll see though how Black might uh, bounce back because I expect that they're going to do so 
um, and make this a bit of a tighter game close to the end? Yeah, I don't think so because Team Black, they've been playing really well defensively, I feel, and the goaltender, Lauren Weber, as expected, I think he's doing a great job. So I really feel that Team Black is in this. That goal's not going to deflate them, and I think they're going to come out hard in this third period, and we're going to see a game here in the third period. Well, as we alluded before, as Lauren Weber goes, so does Team Black, so he's got to have a big third period in order for Team Black to mount any sort of a comeback. And he's been going, like, as we expected. Um, we're just about set to go for the third period, I think. Nico, I'm going to send it back to you because I think we're about to get going here. Thank you very much, guys. Great job by the whole crew there from AMI providing incredible entertainment between games and in the intermission as we get you set here for the third period of play in this gold medal game at the 2018 Canadian National Blind Hockey Tournament presented by CNIB and AMI Accessible Media Inc. We'll take a quick moment to thank the various sponsors who have made this weekend possible, including AMI and CNIB. In addition to Ryerson University, the Mattamy Athletic Centre, Holiday Inn, and GTHL Canada, along with all the other great sponsors who have helped make this weekend possible. Third period action. It's going on here as Team Gold with a 2-0 lead here in this gold medal game at the 2018 Canadian National Blind Hockey Tournament, and they have the puck inside the Team Black zone at the moment. Marty Dufour can't come up with that one. Anthony Siula scoops it out, and Wyatt Harvey tries to make the pass to Yuha, but he fans on that, and Siula brings it into the zone. Yuha backhands that one into the bench and nearly took out a couple of his own players and coaches with that high backhander. Face-off coming up to the right of goaltender Mario Ross. As we played one minute here in the third period of this gold medal game. Wade Shepard gets set to take the draw for Team Black. Team Gold win the face-off. As the puck gets dumped into the near corner. And Harvey comes out of the scrum with the puck. Sean Dale streaking up the ice. He won that faceoff for Team Gold, and now he's challenging Francois Beauregard. Dale wins that battle, takes it all the way behind the net here for Team Gold into the near corner. Ends up losing the puck there to Shepard. Nice defensive play by Wade Shepard on the back check. And then Sean Heeslip, member of the Vancouver Eclipse, dumps that puck in behind the Team Black net. Beauregard sends it the length of the ice as Paul Schmold coming off the bench makes the play. Dumped in by Wade Shepard along the near side boards. As Gary St. Dennis tries to hold it in, it goes over top him and a potential two on one for team gold. Nice defensive work as Francois Beauregard gets to the loose puck to break that up as it was Sean Dale and Joey Fornasser in there for the chance for team gold. Fitzpatrick digging away for the puck along the far side hash marks, wins that battle. And he'll end up skating it behind his own net where he rips it around the near side. 
Doesn't leave the zone as Heaslip keeps it in at the line. Fornasser gets around one. Oh, and then he gets drilled by Fitzpatrick. And he can't believe there's no call for that big hit. Play continues on as Beauregard gets it to the line, but not out. Held in as Hugh LeDuc tries to feather a shot through. That gets blocked down, and now LeDuc has to retrieve it at center ice. He slip, dumps it in onto the stick of Poirier with 12 minutes remaining here in the third period of this gold medal game. Yuha can't get around Siula on the first attempt. Blay can't clear the zone. It's onto the stick of Yuha. Yuha, clean pass indicator made, tries to cut in, loses his edging, and ends up behind the goal without the puck. Fornasser comes out of the scrum. There's a shot right on, but Alex Angus McKechn's attempt gets blocked, and then I believe they're calling a crease violation here against Yuha as Yuha and DeMontis were going head-to-head. -head. So we'll get a stoppage with 11.25 left in the third. Time running out here on Team Black, and uh, we got a penalty. Mark DeMontis, DeMontis getting called for off. a trip, yeah. Jeff Ryman says, no surprise. <laughs> well, we talked to Mark about that yesterday. And we, you know, he and I were talking about the fact you'd mentioned he'd got about three years without a goal in this tournament. Yeah. And I said, I told him, I said, Mark, that's not your strength. You're the grinding guy. You're the guy who goes in the corner and sets up the play. Unfortunately, in this case, he went a little far. <laughs> well, and his team will have to defend here shorthanded as... Gobey brings it across center ice for Team Gold. He's got Yuha with him, makes the pass. Yuha lets it fly. Oh, what a beauty! He pops the bottle and makes it 3 0 with a highlight real power play goal. Jason Yuha continues to stand out here at the 2018 Canadian National Blind Hockey Tournament. Well, that doesn't uh, cement his spot <laughs> on, on a national team and MVP of this tournament. I don't know what will. I think. We can all agree that that's pretty much set in stone. Great to see a young guy come in here and have that impact. And he just plays with such passion and such talent. He, he's thrilled to be here. It's, it's a genuine uh, thrill for him to be a part of this tournament and get an opportunity to, uh, to play here. And I would uh, be shocked if he's not playing for Canada come October. A power play goal by Jason Yuha, and in my five years of calling this tournament, that is one of the prettiest goals we've ever seen here as he goes bar down on the power play to make it 3 nothing for Team Gold. Well, Team Black, they're in tough right now as we get an offside called against Team Gold with 9.40 remaining here in the third period. Team Black needs, needing some desperation here. Nine and a half minutes left. In the third period, down three goals. They're going to have to start taking some chances. The downside of that is you start taking chances and you leave open uh, ice for a guy like uh, Yuha to 
maybe inflict a little bit more damage. Well, I was just to see. I was just thinking, you know, if Team Black want to make a charge, they've probably got to put Siula and Foxcroft on the same mm -hmm. line together because they can really skate together. Yeah. And Foxcroft, who had been playing with McLean, we got a wraparound goal, and it's in. Wade Shepard gets Team Black on the board with 8.55 remaining in the third, and they're within two goals. A very rare mistake by uh, Team uh, Gold here. Everybody seemed to shift to the right side of uh, their goaltender while the puck was being, uh, the clean pass was being made to the left of the goalie. And so with that, it leaves uh, Wade Shepard wide open. Shepard just needed to carry, completely unaccosted, carries the puck from behind the right side of the net and uh, buries it into an open cage. And you know, it's funny because Shepard had been playing on that top line with Siula and they move him out in place of Foxcroft and it pays dividends with the second group. And here they are streaking up the ice once again as Shepard plays it up intended for Fitzpatrick. Fitzpatrick can't get that loose puck and Team Gold cleared out to center where Matthew Poirier takes possession. Poirier smacks it off the boards for Shepard as he's checked closely. Taking the puck away from him was Sean Dale, and it's Sean Dale streaking up with Marty Dufour. Dufour, brilliant back check there by Craig Fitzpatrick to tie up the stick of Dufour and take away any shooting lane. Wide Harvey brings it into the zone for Team Gold. He got the first goal in this game way back in the first period. And now Foxcroft digs it out, and here goes Foxcroft with Blay and Siula on his wing. Drops it to Siula. Nice inside-out move, but a brilliant back check there by Dale. Breaks up the chance. Dufour gets to that loose puck ahead of DeMontis. And it's corralled here by Gar uh, Wayne St. Dennis. Dumps it into the zone, and with 7.09 remaining in the third period, Team Gold's Wyatt Harvey has it in the far corner. Tries to clear the zone on a risky pass. It's picked off by Foxcroft. He tries to feed it back to the point for Blay. Blay leaves it there for Siula. Foxcroft tries to step off the half wall, plays it down low to Siula. There's the buzzer for the good clean pass. Siula lets the shot fly. Two gold jerseys getting in the way of that one, including Sean Heeslip there as they lay the body on the line with 6.35 left. Siula steps out. And he just got poked away from him by Wyatt Harvey. What a great defensive play by the Toronto Ice Owl to take away a prime scoring position from Anthony Siula. Harvey under pressure by Siula. The two tackle each other down to the ice. Puck pinned underneath Harvey. He's trying to hold it for a whistle. The referees wanted to get loose and it's now on the stick of Jason Yuha. Yuha gets tripped up. That's going to be a penalty against Siula as they dump it in. And with DeMontis touching the puck, we get the whistle with 6.05 remaining in the third. Yuha limping a little bit in going back to the bench. Uh, coaching staff checking in on him. I think he may have uh, maybe even had a word for somebody on the black uh, team bench on his way back to uh, Team Gold's bench. Well, let's give a shout out to Stefan Oddenbright, AKA DJ Shakes, former DJ of the Mississauga Steelheads. He's tuning into the action here as we're coming to you live from the 2018 Canadian National Blind Hockey Tournament presented by CNIB 
and AMI. We've got 5.47 left here in the third period of play in this gold medal game between Team Gold and Team Black. It's Team Gold with a 3-1 lead. Alex Angus McKechn tries to get the shot through. Sean Dale has it behind the net. Far side corner, he shields it there from the check of Beauregard. Tries to feather it out front to McKechn, but that's broken up. And a nice play by Wade Shepard to shoot it down the ice here with 25 seconds gone off the Team Gold power play. Siula already on his feet in the box. He can't wait to get out of there and rejoin the play as Team Gold dump it in. Alex Angus McKechn, fanned on that centering pass, gets it across to the far side now and pinching in from the point. Paul Schmold has it at the far side, hash marks. Loses his footing, but tries to corral it in the far corner. Ends up on the stick of Jan Bay, Rolling puck, so he couldn't get a ton on that shot attempt. And now, well, Team Black can't clear it out as Matthew Poirier overskates it on second effort, they do. I think we got a penalty being called behind the play here to Alex Angus McKechn. So that does it for the Team Gold power play as McKechn heads to the box for cross-checking. 4.36 remaining in the third period of play. We'll have 50 seconds of four-on-four -four hockey and then a one minute and 10 second power play for Team Black. They've been a pretty disciplined team and all of a sudden to take a call like that this late in the game, you negate your power play. Now you're going four on four for 45 more seconds and it's not a, not a brilliant play there and you gotta think the coaching staff on Team Gold's a little disappointed with that. Well, they got lucky that Shepard couldn't feed it over to Foxcroft. Now Team Gold trying to streak back up. Yuha brings it in, makes the pass over, and they couldn't get it past the sprawling goaltender, Lauren Weber. Harvey comes out of the corner, takes the shot right on. Weber had the paddle down and made a good save there. Dufour keeps it in at the point. Long shot, he shoots and scores. And it's 4-1 for Team Gold as Marty Dufour beats Lauren Weber five-hole. So you got one official saying goal, the other saying no goal, that ah. there was no clean pass. So they're having a conversation about that right now. And that's interesting because I didn't hear the buzzer at any point. No, but there was a clean pass about three seconds before this. This is what I'm talking about. Right. There was a clean pass there where and no official sounded the buzzer. And yet you got an official saying it's a good goal. The guy who was closest to that pass is saying good goal, but he never sounded his buzzer. So I don't know what they're going to do. I know what they're calling here. A lot of discussion here as Team Black protesting this potential goal. On the scoreboard, it reads 4-1. And it's well, no, it's no. not a goal. They're going to line the face up off outside the blue line. And Team Gold coaching staff not happy about that no goal call. So Team Black no. calling a timeout here. Now the goal's still up on the board for the time being, but with the face-off being outside the blue line, there's no way that goal's going to stand. It was a great shot by Marty Dufour back mm -hmm. at the point. And the goal's off the board. So there we go, no goal. It remains 3-1 with 3.25 left here in the third period of play. Team Black take the timeout. And that gives me a chance to acknowledge some of the incredible board members and staff associated with the Canadian Blind Hockey Association, including President Gary Steves, VP Francis Beauregard, VP Mark Bentz, 
Greg Manion, member at large, and of course, the man who makes this weekend possible, Matt Morrow. Thank you guys so much for all your work. And uh, I just want to send out uh, some uh, thank yous, a uh, list of credits here uh, on the uh, broadcast. Uh, mm -hmm. Nico, of course, for the play-by-play. Uh, -play. Jeff Ryman and David Bassel, part of the crew as well. Our panel from the neutral zone, uh, Brock, Cam, Brett, David. Thanks to Elena Falcone, Peter Armstrong, and Blake Vandegraaff from our marketing and communications team. On the technical side of things, we want to thank Marco Flalo, Nick Liskey, and uh, Paula Deneen for uh, being a part of uh, our broadcast here. Uh, Connor Karam, who's taking care of us through the weekend, taking care of all of our needs. He's uh, the real MVP he's the, here. He's the hero for sure. Yes. And uh, our thanks uh, on the management side to Andy Frank, our manager at AMI-audio, and uh, John Melville, our VP of Programming and Production. So takes a lot of people to put a broadcast like this together. And uh, just uh, a quick thank you to everyone involved. Very well said, and again, we're so appreciative to have AMI on board here for the second year in a row. We can't thank you guys enough for all the work you do behind the scenes and making this incredible weekend possible. As with 3.40 remaining here in the gold medal game, it is a 3-1 lead right now for Team Gold. The goal by Marty Dufour taken off the board because of no clean pass, but Team Gold bring it right back into the zone, led by Jason Yuha. 50 seconds remaining here in the, well, no, the power play now over for Team Gold. So, or check that, it was four on four. It's now a 50-second power play for Team Black as Yuha digs it out of the far corner, shields it there from any attackers. And there's no urgency right now from Team Black to take the puck away from Yuha as he just dipsy-doodles around the offensive zone here, daring them to take the puck off his stick. Three minutes remaining in the third period. Foxcroft takes the puck out for Team Black. Shoots it up, intended for Siula, but Wyatt Harvey read that play perfectly and picked off the pass. Mark DeMontis controls it here. Ten seconds left on the Team Black power play as DeMontis skates it across center ice. He gets hooked up, no call there as Dufour shoots it back into the Team Black zone. And with 2.35 remaining here in the third period, the teams are back to five-a-side hockey. Harvey first on it inside his own zone as he's checked tightly there by Siula. They ride each other into the far corner, and it's Yuha coming to take the puck away from both of them. Flips it on to the near side boards. Great pinch there by Shepard to keep it alive. Siula, oh, what a save by Ross. He just got the pad against the post to make a huge save there with 2.10 left in the third. Nice sportsmanship there between Wyatt Harvey and Julian Blay. As Harvey has been... One of the best players in this game for Team Gold all weekend long. Siula gets set to take the draw here. A minute 35 left in the third period. Goaltender still in the net for Team Black as Team Gold win the faceoff and shoot it down the ice. Siula makes the pass up to Fitzpatrick. He drops it for Siula. At the near side, hash marks with a minute 20 left in regulation. Poirier holds the zone. Fitzpatrick down in the near corner, centers out front, rolling puck. But Yuha clears the danger as he brings it up the far side wall. Gets around one, Yuha with room to skate. 
a potential four-on-one here for Team Gold. Gobey sends it back over to Yuha, and he taps it in. And that one's going to count for sure. It's 4-1 for Team Gold, and that should all but do it in this gold medal game. You wonder why down 3-1, they haven't pulled their goaltender, get yeah. the extra attacker out there. Yep. Not that it would have made a difference on that play at the end of it, but maybe at the beginning you maintain some pressure in the offensive zone. But again, Team Gold has played this way throughout the tournament. Solid D transitions into strong offense, and you, you called it just there. A four-on-one spread out perfectly, giving the uh, puck carrier three good passing options. And Team Gold bring it right back into the zone with just 45 seconds remaining here. Alex Angus McCacken corrals a rolling puck, skates all the way around the zone, and Emily McLean strips it away from him and she takes it across center ice. McLean loses the handle on the puck as Sean Dale chips it into the zone for Team Gold. 25 seconds remaining here in this gold medal game at the 2018 Canadian National Blind Hockey Tournament presented by CNIB and AMI as Team Black bring the puck into the zone. Foxcroft tries to dig it out. It's out to center ice. Just 10 seconds remaining here in this gold medal game and your 2018 Canadian National Blind Hockey Tournament champions in the open division will be Team Gold with a 4-1 victory here in the gold medal game. Mario Ross stands tall and Jason Yuha leads the way offensively. A three-point afternoon for Yuha as part of the 4-1 victory in this gold medal game. Solid, solid performance. Team Gold beginning to end. They played in this game the way they played this entire tournament. And it all begins with good defense and good goaltending. They got that throughout the tournament. So congratulations to Team Gold. Hi, I'm Ramia Amuthan. Join me weekly for AMI Audiobook Review, the podcast that explores new titles, introduces us to famous narrators, and updates what's hot at the Center for Equitable Library Access. Download episodes of AMI Audiobook Review from your favorite podcast provider. Hi, I'm Jenny Bovard. Join me monthly for Low Vision Moments, where I speak with awesome guests about some of the amusing things that happen when you're blind or partially sighted. Watch on YouTube or download Low Vision Moments from your favorite podcast distributor. Hi, I'm Red Sale, inviting you to download the latest episode of My Life in Books, where internationally acclaimed authors discuss their lives, their work, and three books that have resonated with them. That's My Life in Books, available wherever you get your AMI podcasts. Join me every couple weeks for the Outdoors with Lawrence Gunther podcast, where we learn about outdoor tech and tips. Plus, we look at news affecting the environment. AMI's Outdoors with Lawrence Gunther is available from your favorite podcast provider. Join us weekly for The Pulse with host Joita Gupta, who brings us closer to issues impacting the disability community across Canada. Watch The Pulse on YouTube or listen wherever you download your AMI podcasts. I'm Margaret Shepard of the AMI podcast, Tripping On Air. Every month, my co-host Alex Hadjar and I spill the tea on what it's really like to live with MS. Watch Tripping On Air on YouTube or download wherever you get your pods. 
The Walrus is Canada's conversation, and you're invited to take part. Download AMI's Voices of the Walrus, where professional narrators read selected articles from the magazine. Available wherever you download your AMI podcasts. Hello, I'm Sean Priest. Join me monthly for Sean of the Shed, where I introduce you to all the technology that can be so useful to us as blind or partially sighted people. Find Sean of the Shed wherever you find all your podcasts. Hi, I'm Stephen Scott. Join me every day for Double Tap. It's a show where we occasionally talk about technology for blind and partially sighted people. You'll find us wherever you get your podcasts.